and welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie Podcast. I am April Atmansky, and I am here today with... Justin DeClue. And Colin Cunningham. How's it going? Pretty good, you know. <laughs> hey, Justin, I mean, you know... Col- I mean, you, you know what Colin's doing, because... <laughs> yeah. But for right me, uh, yeah, it's the same. I don't leave my apartment too much. I got yeah. a new bike, so I've been riding around. That's pretty nice. much it. So the exciting. C- the city is open for business. As of today, uh, Toronto is in phase two. <laughs> Which means uh, uh, patios are open. Uh, did you see those videos of people yes. that were like lined up to get on the patios when the clock struck midnight? Yeah, to get into like Hemingway's in mm. like, Yorkdale or something. No masks, no social distancing. No. Listen, the virus is gone, man. We don't have to worry about it anymore. I think like patios are, are they're killing a lot of the seats. So it's like every other seat is open mm. or something like that. And a lot of them are, are doing it by reservation only, I think. Mm-hmm. So people aren't like lining up. Well, I'm not I knew ready. there'd be idiots. I'm not ready yet. Yeah, you guys yeah. Are, are patio kings. Um, we were. Uh, we once... <laughs> I, we once oh, were we in a distant land. Patio. I haven't heard that word in a long <laughs> time. <laughs> uh, but no, we have a little back patio and I've been out there. So uh, I'm going to be there for a little bit because like I said, I'm Wait, not ready. Does Colin play like the um, waiter and he's like, would you like an order, please, man? I've been building You're benches. Like, ah, just like I patio. just built a second bench today for the, I've uh, been doing some woodworking. So, so we got our own thing going Yeah, on. this is like the first year. I sort of got to have lived in this place like... Almost fifteen, almost twenty years. Eighty-four years. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time, and I swear, like this summer has been, you know, I've used the back patio more than I have in this entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we can't go out walking. I mean, you can, but I prefer not to. Um, but if you do go out, wear a mask. That's what I did today, and I went and I bought more flowers. So we got flowers. We got an umbrella. We got benches. We got everything we need on our little, got a little uh, herb little, garden. Yeah, you got a back. little bar, and you got a <laughs> yeah. uh, living health that serves you drinks. Yeah, yeah there you go. Exactly. Um, so that's so, so that's um, COVID update Toronto. Well, concerning... <laughs> Uh, the movie that we watched uh, for this episode. What have you been doing Canadian-ish uh, during this time? Or even recently? Have you uh, been knocking back some Molson brews? Yeah, <laughs> some oh, brews, yeah. I'm watching done. the Jays game. Too good for that. But uh, Colin puts maple syrup in his coffee, so... He does? There you go. No, here's the thing, so... <laughs> it's supposed to be a secret, April. <laughs> we get we get groceries delivered, and uh, I always order this agave syrup. <laughs> instead of sugar yeah. I put it in my coffee and it's been out the entire time so every time we get grocery deliveries they kind of like will sub in stuff so they mm-hmm. gave us so a, a, a little bottle of maple syrup last time yeah, so I've looked been... in I looked in the stores no agave there either I don't know is I mean, that sounds very uh, fancy um <laughs> Yeah. Colin yeah. will only drink his coffee with agave. Agave. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we There's watched um, probably the most Canadian thing since things. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. This Maybe week. the most Canadian thing ever made. I possibly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I heard about this. Like Peter Kaplowski, our friend, retweeted somebody saying, "Hey, this movie is on Tubi." Mm-hmm. Um, and do your Canadian duty and watch it. So I watched I think it the was trailer. Maybe Andrew Barr said that. I Probably, know. yeah. I, I'm. I can't remember, but uh, I looked up the trailer and I said, "April, we have to do this." And I think it was my choice. But I, yeah, but I had already been aware of Phobe because it played in Toronto. Justin, you played it at um, one of your film festivals, right? Now, yeah, me and Peter Kaplowski, he's the one who discovered it at the What the Film Festival. And so, uh, a little bit of backstory on this movie it was made in 1995 by um, a bunch of people, actually just one person that worked at a TV station in the Niagara St. Catharines uh, region. Mm-hmm. And so they made this movie with their friends. Uh, it took a year to make. It played all the time on the community TV station. Ooh. It never got a VHS release. That's right. And yeah. so someone saw it and was like, what the heck is this? Taped it off television because it's been playing no joke for 20 years on that station yeah they oh said it, they said they just used it anytime they needed filler on the station mm-hmm. like to kill wow. time between shows so there's a generation of people who've been seeing this on yes. tv for yeah. years for people that don't know 
there's CanCon rules in Canada that like 30% of things need to be Canadian. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the ways that you can just like fill times like, oh, Phobos Canadian. We don't have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. We can just play it on stuff like Rogers and other <laughs> stations. <laughs> and like that, that goes with uh, radio, too, which is why you hear so much Sloan. I was about to say Sloan. Sloan and so Nickelback. Much Sloan. I bet you all our listeners don't even know who Sloan is. But you know what? They're pretty good. Yeah, I like Sloan. <laughs> They're a Canadian alternative band. They did a concert movie that I was at, that somebody gave me Whoa! tickets at. Yeah, so I don't know where it is. I've never seen it, but like, they filmed it. it all with like cameras on jibs and stuff like that. I'm in that audience, oh. and I recognized almost every one of their songs, but I could not name one of the titles of them. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the, again, because they were just on the radio constantly. You know what? Like, like Max Webster or mm-hmm. uh, what's his name we just said? Kim Mitchell? Kim Mitchell. Kim Mitchell. It's 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 cottage rock. Yes, this is the stuff. Kind of I knew Sloan. Rock. You know, every time I would go up to my friend's cottage in the summer, it would you know the playlist would just be Sloan and Kim Mitchell. And then later generations, it would be like Sam Roberts. <laughs> Don't know Sam Roberts. That was past my time. Oh, well, he's just another like generic Canadian guy who was on TV all the time. I mean, didn't we talk a lot about Billy Talent a few episodes ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, yeah. That's another one. Um, and so this Fove. Canadian film, uh, getting uh, just to finish the story, the person who taped it off the television gave it to Peter and he's like, whoa, what is this? And Peter reached out to the filmmaker of this movie, uh, Erica Benedicti, and she said, oh, yeah, I'm working on like a remastered version of, the, of it. And that's what we played in the cinema um, in uh, 20, with the film. 2015, and the, I think. Yeah, 2015. And the programmer of Intervision saw it there. And that's why he decided to release it on DVD. And that's how the world has it now. Oh, so it's because of you and Peter that this is on DVD now. Yes. Wow. That's amazing. I didn't even know that when I watched it. Um, Was it part of like the, what, did it play like in one of the evening slots or was it one of the the day slots? It played in the middle of the day on a Saturday. Okay, I thought so. I think Mm -hmm. that was the, was that the same day that you also played things? Or am I thinking no, of a different year? I don't think year? so. I don't think we've ever played things at What the Film Fest. You we just did, did it yeah. as a normal laser blast. You, you did it at Dundas Video. It was at a separate oh, location. Yes. Yeah, we it was did after, it that, that, after that was science crazed. That was the, um, the pay-to-leave pay marathon we did. <laughs> so Faux wasn't part of that. No deposit, science crazed, and things. You paid $5 to get in, and if you stayed the entire time, you got $5 when you left. <laughs> yeah, me and Colin <laughs> went, and we only um, caught like the last... 15 minutes of science crazed yeah. and we were like oh my god this is terrible <laughs> and we were sitting at the bar and the bartender was like why would anyone watch this like i just don't get it and then of course we watched things and had a great time mm-hmm. yeah i was i was live texting with my friends uh, oh my god i'm watching things they they were very aware of well it. maybe we should watch science craze on this podcast so oh. we can say we've done all three of these the movies you showed that day <laughs> uh i mean science craze is mostly a guy just breathing the entire time <laughs> oh no just his chest going up and down, but we can do it. I have the DVD of it that was put out by Vita Nomicon, the same people who put out Ryan's Babe. Ah, right. Classic. We got to do that movie. Um, so, but yeah, sorry. What was the company that, that released uh, Phobe again? It was Intervision, which Intervision. is part of Severin. So they Severin, put out a DVD right. of it with right. like um, commentary and making ups and stuff like that. So we'll mention it again at the end of the episode, but that's the version that if you want to watch it, it's easily available on like Amazon or whatever. Yeah, yeah and, and that's the version just, that's on Tubi. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, just go to it Tubi. There. It's free. It's free to watch. Mm-hmm. Tubi's like a treasure trove of... Bad movies. All <laughs> these movies I've never heard of. <laughs> so what is Things About? Uh, who wants to describe it? Colin? What is Phobe Phobe about, phobe about yeah. <laughs> Phobe, the xenophobic experiments. So basically it's, if I had to describe it, I, I told my friends it's like uh, Galaxy Invader, the Don Dohler movie. Oh yeah. Mixed with things, mm-hmm. mixed with space cop. If it, and Abraxas a And Abraxas. Uh, don't forget Predator and the yes. Terminator. The Terminator, I was Terminator definitely. last night when we watched yeah. it. I was like, it kind of has more than a little bit yeah. to do with the Terminator. Uh, so it's and like this, a little bit of Star Wars, as oh, we'll get into. It's got everything. It's basically like this schlubby future cop has to go back in time to capture this alien creature. Mm-hmm. Uh, the I mean, I guess it's technically like Red Letter Media's movie, except for real and not ironic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like p- p- played straight with no jokes. Like there are parts where I- I'd swear they were shooting in the in the Red Letter Media uh, 
like office. TV. Well, it, they uh, shot a lot of it at the TV station where they work. So like at one point right. they go into a warehouse and have a uh, sword fight and a lightsaber fight, fight you if you will. And yeah. it's just the TV station. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. and, and then I was like, because I wasn't sure at, at like at the start, like that that was one of the locations because mm-hmm. like they go to like Grandpa's shed or whatever, and then it's just the TV station. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like a weird dimensional portal that so many doors just lead to this TV station. Yeah, and then the uh, <laughs> even like the future cop headquarters at the beginning, there's clearly like an editing bay. Yeah, oh, yeah and they're the all working station. on Amiga two thousands. <laughs> That's like part of the uh, the the charm of it. Like all of these like. Like regular Joe locations yeah. that you know we could probably get if we tried, and they and I heard that infamously this movie cost two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah, I would believe that they got all the gear from the TV station for free. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and a lot of the props are like paintball guns. They did pay um, a theatrical. Um, company to buy a bunch of explosions which are throughout this movie oh right. yeah that's practical that's the good explosions. thing practical pyro plus like mm-hmm. they had to buy the costumes at the army surplus store well i wonder uh, because they actually there's a scene where they actually go into the army surplus oh yeah store that's where they got out. all of their equipment the deal they made with the locations is that they would put like a thank you at the end of the huge, credits huge full and, page thank you, you know as the director points out in the commentary i listened to she's like oh, you know, it played all the time, so it was like a giant advertising thing oh. for uh, all of these places. Yeah, it's pretty smart. And, and like, we're not talking about just like a scroll that goes past on the screen. These are full page thank yous with like mm-hmm. phone numbers and locations, yeah. address, yeah, everything. address, yeah. Um, well, well, let's get right into it. So uh, We start media res in a giant action scene. A giant woods. action scene slash paintball game. In the woods. And I was, yeah. I was a little worried. I was like, oh no, is the whole movie going to be in the woods, you know? And it's not. They got locations, as we just mentioned. Yeah, that's the kind of mainstay of these uh, no-budget movies. It's yeah, like, oh, it's a like sci-fi fiction. Invader and stuff like that. Or it's like a yeah, science fiction film. It's like, oh, it's all set in the woods. It's like, you know, those uh, Star Wars fan films. <laughs> yeah, and like, <laughs> <laughs> Any low-budget movie, you know, it's it's free to shoot in the woods. Yeah, Man, I so, wish we had woods near us that were, like, big and nobody would bother us. Where'd you shoot Teddy Bomb? The woods uh, scenes. <laughs> near my house, uh, where I lived at the time, the wood scene, and right by a path that so many people walked by. That location <laughs> is famous that... Uh, people would come and, and ask us, like, is everything okay? And at one point, a dog ate all of the snacks we brought. <laughs> oh, no. All of them? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so that's what you're dealing with when you're doing a low-budget film in Canada, or anywhere, really. And that's yeah. the last time you brought puppy chow to craft Oh, rooms. yeah, like all the dog food. I'm like, it's it's not even uh, less expensive. I just like the taste of it more. <laughs> <laughs> it was for the, all the actors. Mm. Pigs. But, like, this is the Niagara region. So for people that don't, like no Canada. This is like not the big city or anything like that. Well, oh, yeah. people have heard of Niagara Falls, but like yes. the Niagara region, there's a big, there's a lot of wine country in Niagara. Yeah. But this is basically shot in like rural Ontario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Essentially. And boy, do the accents show. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, somebody on Letterbox, Carlo, said that it's like pouring maple syrup into your ears. <laughs> I would say so, yeah. Like, I mean, we're from Canada, and yes, I have heard people talk like this, but we could not stop, like, repeating every funny, every, <laughs> every line, line that they so said, the, because oh, the it, accents it was were just so, so Canadian. They're so good. What is it? One of the girls says, if you change your mind about going, like... <laughs> oh, they say a boot a, a lot Yeah, it's movie. a boot, and like, oh my God, it's so funny. So we open up, it's like a... a the space cop guy is stalking somebody through the woods. It looks like you, you're in the midst of a paintball game or something. Oh, like yeah. That. There's some guy in a ghillie suit running around and he will make many appearances. Yeah. Is was, that the phobe? Yeah, yeah that's, that's that phobe. kind of camo suit. Okay, I didn't know it was called a ghillie suit. All I know is that's what Pottersville guy wore. Um, mm. Yeah, that's what snipers <laughs> Maynard wear. Maynard from Pottersville. Any kind of hunters. Oh, everybody knows uh, the classic Michael Shannon character <laughs> yeah. from the uh, Bigfoot film Pottersville. <laughs> Yeah, it's like camo, but it's like it's like wearing like a bush kind of. I, I think it's mm-hmm. to, you can you can put like leaves and twigs and stuff in it, and so hide. then you can you can kind of blend in with the background and stuff like that. But you know, everybody is wearing which you know we've all been to army surplus stores. It looked like Green every every costume in this movie jacket. is is from an army surplus store, and they have. Uh, 
I think one of the girls, this is supposed to be on another planet in the future. One of the girls has like, uh, they all have Canadian flags on the left shoulder. Mm-hmm. Because that's what's on those real jackets. Yeah. And I had a jacket like that. Um, did you? Yeah, I Were did. you like uh, Linda Cardinelli? I can't say her last Linda name. Cardinelli and Freaks and Geeks. And you had like an army jacket. Linda Cardellini. Yeah. I wore it in um, the Impossible Horror teaser thing that we shot. Oh, um, okay. I have no idea what happened to that jacket, though. I don't remember throwing it out. I had hmm. the exact one in, I wore it in high school, to and from work or, or to school every <laughs> Nobody day. Nobody understands me, man. Let me wear this cool yeah, this <laughs> army jacket. Yeah, and then yeah. someone said I looked like a Nazi, and then I took it off. I mean, you were a teenager around that Freaks and Geeks era, so. Well, I never watched that show. It takes place in the 70s. Oh. <laughs> it's like the late 70s. I you meant when the show came out. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, but, I guess that's more like the late 90s. Yeah, so, so after this big action scene, we go and well, meet our on, hero, hold on Sergeant a second. Gregory Dapp. Well, something oh. happens during this action scene, which is Gregory Dapp, our hero, loses one of his partners who we kind of find out later it's insinuated that it was like his 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 lover his lover yeah Yeah. well we don't know how space cops work maybe they have like multiple lovers and they don't believe in marriage we're also introduced to a very important element of this film which is the rocket launcher going off oh yeah aka a actual like rocket module that you would use for like um you know like the rocket to shoot up in the air yeah like model rockets i was telling april about that speaking of freaks and geeks yeah, I thought, it was like a, I thought it was a bottle rocket they just like lit yeah. and stuck inside. It could have been, yeah. So, yeah. Supposedly it was very dangerous, and on one of the takes, the rocket actually came back towards the person. <laughs> oh no! Were they okay? <laughs> yeah, they're fine. Nobody got hurt. Even though some of those explosions, it looks like the person is like catching fire. Oh yeah. These There's... people are very close to these. Mm-hmm. They're small, but they're, they're, they're live. Uh, they look like little mini fireworks going off. Yeah, it's one yeah. thing I, I have to say I appreciated was the uh, practical explosions in Pyro. I I think that's going to be my favorite thing throughout this movie but they don't really skimp on that which is really cool oh no there's so many and they're like in like cities and stuff like that yeah they're just letting them yeah go off. like because they go downtown at one point and when we say downtown like it's again like it's a it's a very very small town downtown um but they still light off these 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 little explosions yeah. you know on the street and on the parking garage and stuff like they're doing it i'm sure all like guerrilla style but uh you know they've kind of enhanced them uh i don't know if this is part of the 2015 kind of remaster but some of them uh, have like additional kind of sparks that are just like you know an action pack dvd that you can get oh yeah they definitely like made those changes um uh, the only a version that's legally available is like the 2015 remastered version, I see. which still looks pretty crummy. And yeah. I mean, supposedly it was meant that to, to be done that way as if it had been done with like cutting edge, I don't know, 1995 home graphics because oh. originally it was all done on an Amiga. Yeah. No, probably, I, I 100% We kept that. saying like, I wonder what the original version looked like, just because we're curious, like right. mm-hmm. you know what it looked like before. On the, the DVD, remastered. there's actually like a little montage of a bunch of special effects. Oh man! Yeah. Okay, we gotta, gotta buy it. We gotta buy this. Yeah, yeah. And you can actually see like the uh, laser swords. The director was talking like, oh, you know. Originally, they looked good because I was going frame by frame, but after it was like day four, they start to get much sloppier <laughs> because I'm like, I'm bored with this. They're kind of like floating around a little bit, mm-hmm. yeah. but you know what? For a low budget movie, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so Dap um, learns from his commanders, I guess, that he needs to go to the planet Earth because the phobe has escaped. Right. Okay. Does he go back in time or is it just like a wormhole? No, that it's he goes just through? Um, space travel. Okay, so yeah. right off the bat, and I they was lying. do they do a little explanation about like what what the phobe is, and he's like it escaped, I guess, and bring it back alive. That's important. They want so it we alive. should point out that this movie is packed with. Um, public domain music oh yeah that sounds a lot like uh pirates of the caribbean <laughs> there are points where i swear to god i thought it was hans zimmer but himself you know what? doing the score in the credits there's a composer so i was well, like so originally the, the um score for the film was done like a silent movie and just improvised oh, as god. the composer was watching it on a keyboard but by oh, nash the god, slash i love it yeah and uh yeah that's not the version in this movie i'm sure there's like a few cues i mean there's one important cue that's existed through both versions when they go to a restaurant and we'll get to that a little bit later. oh my god but yeah (laughs) we thought that it was very stock music not in a bad way well there was yeah it's like uh, i music right you can get like a bunch of free music yeah Yeah, it kind of swings between there are moments where it's like okay this is clearly just a cheesy keyboard like playing Mm -hmm. these like strings and then it's like dun 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 
third very not quite i have to say like all the music is very dramatic even though oh yeah and like even if they're just like walking down the road exactly it's like it's very helpful because it 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 keeps you invested because if it was just like you know nothing or um just a very very slow boring score yeah. i would be falling asleep yeah that's the one thing it's you know a movie of this sort of budget and something that looks like kids did it in high school it, it, you know the music can just kill it and make it unwatchable but because it's so it actually sounds very professional mm-hmm. it gets you through a lot of the a lot of the scenes i think about something like a death list oh um, god have you seen that justin no i haven't oh it's just a really really bad low budget movie like this but they they basically have the same score over and over and it's it's like just the, it's just like three notes yeah. it's just like bum, 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 for like a, a, an hour and you just like, want to kill yourself and it's just it's a really really it's a really really silly like uh slasher movie can we talk mm-hmm. about uh sergeant dapp's look Ooh, his, don't his, you mean his, john rubick his, aka <laughs> the cousin of the director okay his his look is oh, amazing so especially his hair it can't be described. You have to He's see. He's like it. balding, but he also has his hair spiked up, and he kind of has a mullet. It looks. Oh, he kind of has a mullet. <laughs> this this is the definition of a mullet. Everyone, <laughs> almost everyone in this movie has a mullet. Everybody has a mullet, and what's amazing about it is uh, there's a making of on the DVD. They still have mullets. Oh my god. Oh, I just remembered. At the end of the movie, they thanked like a like a supercuts type hairdresser, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> For their complimentary haircuts. Their complimentary Oh, man, I got to start doing that once it, you know, won't kill me to go to a barber. He's got this, like, flat top, short military cut on top that's very... He looks like the Brian Bosworth cut. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? And you know the leather jacket that he's rocking is one that he wears on a day-to-day basis. Oh, 100%. And the the camo shirt and just, like, Mm -hmm. everything about it is so amazing. Also, I mean, he has kind of like a John Belushi body type, and that's not usually... (laughs) Wow, that is a Holy very um, polite way to say That's it. It's not the usual body <laughs> type Belushi. you see in uh, the hero of your movie. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, you guys have missed the pièce de résistance of his costume, oh. which are his rockin' shades. <laughs> oh, you mean oh, a, a, a gel for a light that's been cut out? <laughs> yep. In the shape? It's uh, specifically for um, windows, the, like, the stuff you put on windows to tint them yeah. that oh, he has God. wrapped around his head. In the shape of sunglasses. In the shape of sunglasses, yeah. and it's kind of like taped to the side of his head or something. And Why they, wouldn't they just do like a full um, just wrap around? Because it's like cut into the shape of sunglasses. Yeah, it's really weird, and it's very sloppily cut. And they yeah. get they get so beaten up throughout the movie. So by the end, they're just so crinkly. They and, get and, more crushed, seemingly. At, like they shot it in order, which maybe they did. Oh, I'm sure they did. Well, they yeah. probably had to. He threw it in his glove compartment before going home every night after shooting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like a pickup truck or whatever they were driving. <laughs> yeah, and somebody would throw their keys in there. And mm-hmm. Oh, God, it's so funny. So Sergeant Dapp goes back to Earth and he gets in his spaceship, which, and I, I don't know if this was part of the remaster or not, but. Oh, uh, yeah, it is. In the original version, it's a G.I. Joe toy. <laughs> Well, instead of that, we have a very poorly rendered computer graphic that um, looks really funny. Yeah, it looks like something, you know, they said the Amiga 2000 makes a cameo in this movie, and I'm not surprised, but Mm -hmm. it it looks like something that was done in Lightwave in 1995. But his his ship especially, it's literally the Buck Rogers ship from the 1980s TV show, which was probably (laughs) just downloaded from some, you know, free website or something like Mm -hmm. that. It's it's the Buck Rogers ship. Yeah, so then we see it fly into Earth, and then is this the scene that we get with the two guys who are just, oh, like, yeah. walking outside? Yeah. He goes like, into, like, hey, a wormhole. something? And then it's just two guys, one of the okay, guys. Okay, so it's the two hoseriest hosers <laughs> that ever hosers. Oh, they both God. have mullets. One guy has a very, very fluffy mullet and a mustache. <laughs> yeah, and they're wearing yeah. Molson Canadian t-shirts. What was it? Um, <laughs> Coors Slope pitch or something slow pitch wait, yeah. wait, wait. i have a question for colin yes who grew up in the 90s yes um colin yes did people just rock like molson canadian shirts no. all the time no nobody did this probably is probably so not funny. where you live colin but probably <laughs> or like people blue jay did. shirts i, lived I in... remember everybody wearing blue jay shirts yeah for sure i mean i lived in the big city toronto you got yeah april you're from <laughs> get Oshawa. out of the way i have stock markets i have to invest um, in people is, do wear beer shirts where this I is from. what 1995 
the, mm. the styles of the people in this movie makes it look like it was shot in 1979 or something like that. <laughs> because that's what it was like in the 90s in, in Canada. The 90s. Actually, you know what? I was asking Khalid, who I should have really been asking, is April. Because she's from, not a, like a rural town like this, but... Um, it's not a big a, city. Not a big city, Although I yes. think it's still classified as a city, but... Um. But famous for its mullets and like baggy pants and I guess sweatshirts that everybody's wearing. Sure. Yeah, and people who drink um, Molson Canadian and Coors Light. Mm. Oh, right. I, I was one of those people at one point. Hey, I drank okay? Molson Canadian at some point. I'm ashamed to say it. No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is your intervention, For April. people who don't know, like... That's like the Pabst Blue Ribbon of Canada. It's like the lowest, like not the lowest, but like one of the cheapest beers and it doesn't have very good taste. Like that Mm-mm. Labatt Blue, I think. My dad always used to drink Labatt, Labatt Blue. Labatt Blue tastes like water. Ugh, it's horrible. Um, but yeah, so water. these guys have beer shirts on and they're just walking through the woods and doesn't the one guy scare the other guy and he like screams? Oh, yeah, <laughs> they scare each other a couple of times. Man, this, it's it's this, quite funny. This scene goes on for so long. and this, this sort of felt like Galaxy Invader where they're just, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we later find out that it actually wasn't uh, uh, the Sergeant Dapp's ship that landed. It was the Phobes was ship. Phobe, but one of these guys looks like Burton Cummings, the lead singer of the Guess Who. And uh, the other guy, yeah, they both look like they're straight out of 1979. And they have the most mm-hmm. hoser accents. But this scene goes on for so long. But you know, just everyone walking in this through movie the woods. The music accent. is so dramatic. Yes. Um, so I think the scene just ends and we don't really find out what happens. Oh no, they both get killed. Remember, one of them gets caught in an explosion. He's up against a tree. Oh He's like, yeah, ah! but do you actually see what happens to the other guy? You do. Remember the, uh, it drops something, something falls on the ground and they're both oh, like, right. oh. right, it's like a grenade. We recognize yeah, it Yeah, and he's the, like, what's this? And then he explodes. Yeah, we recognize it from the beginning paintball scene that it's a grenade that mm-hmm. killed, uh. It looks uh, like a rubber dog toy. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but that's... Uh, it was made out of paper mache. It was created for this film. Oh, okay, Or good. was it? Oh, man, this is like a live commentary we've got here. I know. I just listened to the commentary, so I'm all like, I got all this info. <laughs> well, like, the I need second the, we uh... end this, it will just fade from my memory. <laughs> I need the info. It's, it's, it's important to me to know everything about this movie. So after these two hosers get killed, <laughs> we meet a bunch of other hosers oh my that God. are uh, maybe a little too old to be in high school, yeah, okay, but they're so still there anyway. It turns into uh, the original Degrassi briefly. Um, <laughs> Wait, what is Degrassi for people that don't know what it is, April? Uh, well, it's a it's a it started with a junior high and then became high school. It was a local um, television show about kids who go to high school who uh, deal with. Uh, um, important issues mm-hmm. um and it was very low budget and it was basically like they plucked um kids like right out of real schools and they didn't like tell them what to wear they didn't give them like um makeup or 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 hairdos it was just like very authentic at the time have you ever visited the degrassi set either of you no no and i oh, have, like it's so crazy I've met it's like a hollywood set you like turn a corner and you're like i'm in new york well not not <laughs> then they became the next generation and uh it became mm-hmm. very glamorized but back in the day in the 80s it was a very it looked like this movie mullets mm. and everything yeah i'd see um, all the actors walking around town you'd always bump into snake oh i've, I've seen guys. several i'm pretty sure snake lives on our street I, oh that's right i yeah. saw him on our street yeah once. he's like right up the road i always used to bump into him and joey jeremiah the guy who played <laughs> Where, him. they walk like gods amongst men yeah <laughs> nah they just like oh my god it's snake from the grass snake from degrassi is he in the band the zits i don't remember which characters and then uh, and the then zits yes the zit uh, remedy what's her name spike she would uh, mm. dj we'd always go like dancing at some so 80s spike club. is the one who had the crazy hairdo which got is pregnant. not that far off from the hairdo of her main character um <laughs> So she has the kind of mullet where she has super, super long hair and this like big mop top of curls right on the top of her head that are so teased. April, how long would something like this take like every morning? To like make it look like this. You have to ask Colin because he he's the one who <laughs> he actually his hair. He, oh, wait, did he have big hair in the nineties? I used to have a, yeah. a huge Elvis pompadour in in, <laughs> in the eighties and nineties, and I swear I don't have the, the hair 80s for eighties and nineties. Yeah, well, up to like I would say mid spanning two decades. Yeah, yeah, spanning two. My decades. hair from eighty nine to ninety. Yeah, my my decades. hair is not naturally kind of puffy. It's very kind mm-hmm. of flat and limp 
Uh, and mm. so you, see that I can picture. I can picture you with like long hair, and you're like in a grunge band of some kind in the <laughs> no, early. No, that's 90s. not the type of mu- music he was into. Yeah, so I was into mm-hmm. rockabilly and stuff like that. And so I would take <laughs> yeah, your ska band. Yeah, you like your little hat. I was I was into ska, but uh, rockabilly. I was into like the whole kind of like ska rude boy phase, and then went into rockabilly. <laughs> rude boy. Yeah, that was I don't like think I've ever heard of that. No, it was like uh, Northern Soul. It's called. It's like kind of English uh, the mm. ska. Uh, uh, reggae. Okay, sort of so stuff. tell us anyway. about the hair. <laughs> so the hair. Reggae. How long did it take to do? It would take upwards of like an hour sometimes oh my to God. do my hair. And I would go through like half a bottle of hairspray. Yeah, so I obviously am of a later generation, but um, I don't need... I, I, even today, I don't know how to do my own hair, so I, mm. I would never be able to put that much work into it. Well, it takes me about two hours every morning to curl my hair, to get all those curls <laughs> in there. Each individual To make it look curl. like I have a giant fro. <laughs> you do. I didn't realize you... That was... Uh, you put your head in curlers every, every I, day. I just, I just picture day. you in curlers, like, banging on the, the bathroom door, like... Hey, Emily, get out, I need to take a dump. <laughs> <laughs> no, the door would just open and we'd just have a conversation. It'd be fine. Yeah. Um, but our hero, I think her name is Jessica. It is Jessica. 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 So, yeah. yeah. So we meet her and she's just talking to her friend and uh, they're like, hey, you're going to the party at the, the campsite. And he's like, um, a friend can't go and uh, I don't like camping anyway and she's like well if, if you change so, your mind if this had been released like I don't know some worldwide release uh, they would have had to dub it like Mad Max holy shit I'm Canadian I didn't understand it was just yeah. insane and then like two friends come by who look legit like they're teachers like mm. none of these people are high school age this kind of nerd guy that she's talking to who comes back later in the film he looks like he's 45 like there's Rob. no way he's and yeah. they're like you know playing in their lockers and stuff like they're high school. there's actually a funny joke in this that is an actual joke is that he's wearing like a plaid shirt and inside his locker is just more plaid <laughs> I shirt noticed yeah that's that. why april spotted that last i night. uh <laughs> i was like well i was like is that like they had multiple shirts for his costume and they're just in there or but now it's good to know that it's actually a joke <laughs> um, but we're getting to my I think my I mean there's so many things that I love about this movie but I think wait I just want to point out one thing though is that like they mention a party because supposedly originally this was a slasher film oh. with like an alien monster oh. and at the last minute they realized oh we can't get enough people to make you know, a slasher film. So let's just focus on like this Terminator subplot instead. <clears throat> right. Which is why like a lot of scenes feel very stretched out. Yes. Right. Okay. So that original, so the original script, they were going to go to that party. Go I to guess. a party. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. Neat. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, so I think my favorite thing about this movie is the female heroine, um, Jessica. Uh, don't you mean deadpan Jessica? Yeah. Nothing. Like, <laughs> I guess kind of like you, April, like nothing phases her. <laughs> it's true, but I got to, <laughs> say she's not that bad an actress um i think she's better than dap um but mm-hmm. everyone is, is pretty much on the same level they're all mm-hmm. non-actors obviously but yeah even when things are scary like she has a very kind of um like eh whatever it's like, <laughs> non- you're an alien i saw this creature That's tried cool. to kill me earlier yeah yeah um but i just uh like a bunch of like other girls walk by like I just said who are kind of your more typical like slasher female characters you would see mm-hmm. nope they're gone our heroine of this movie has a giant um curly pompadour on her head um <laughs> and she's wearing a Toronto Blue she, Jay shirt she wears oh. for the whole movie she has a huge like an extra large um white Toronto Blue Jays shirt and then at uh, one specifically point specifically the 92-93 yeah, season I believe yeah. and then at one point she gets cold and puts on another extra large sweatshirt that <laughs> says something on it um it's uh, it's of the time but anyway the point across I'm trying to get is she, again no makeup this is not the type of heroine you see in any movie and mm-hmm. it's just re- honestly it's refreshing and People, we need to see different varieties of women in movies, uh, men mm. too, and well, you get that in this in this movie too. It was at this point, I think, where I was texting my friend, and he watched the trailer. And I said, "We're watching this movie," and he said, "Holy shit! I wonder if the lead guy is the also the director." You know, it was mm-hmm. like one of these kind of ego projects. I'm like, no, and actually, it's not him on IMDb. And he said, "Oh my god, I wonder if it's the girl." 
who's the mm-hmm. director, and I thought that would be amazing if there was like one of these vanity projects well, that if, was directed if, by a woman. Yeah, but like the female heroine in this movie, it's not really about her. It's more about no. the space cop guy. So it For wouldn't sure. really <laughs> work. But it makes sense because the director uh, is their cousin, is the uh, main character. Is the yeah. right, which yeah. is just like it's a family affair. Come on, that's the case well, with all of these movies. It's, it's, well, I, the no main uh, woman Jessica in this was like married to I believe one of the hosers that gets murdered in that sequence they're walking through the woods <laughs> and they just asked her hey we need a woman in this movie do you want to star in it she's like yeah sure whatever <laughs> yeah and I also like that as the... long as it doesn't interrupt my Blue Jays game <laughs> I like the, the love story um, they go uh, uh, I'm skipping ahead a bit but they go to a bar and they dance um, and oh, it's no, kind no, of romantic no. we can't skip ahead no, I'm just saying, build up to that what I'm trying to say is there's not like a hot makeout scene in this either I just I like I like the the sexlessness <laughs> of it yeah <laughs> They're not, yeah. well, maybe they're cousins-in-law, maybe, who knows? But, <laughs> I don't know, yeah. I, I don't want to jump too far ahead because uh, Jessica is then just walking down the road like you do. Yep. <laughs> just by herself. Down the railway tracks. She comes tracks. across a um, blue rock that she goes, hey, I wonder if this will be worth any money, you, and she just tosses it in her bag. You mean a painted ball of tinfoil? Yes. Yeah. And then she runs into Dap, who is so, like, cavalier and has not worked on his excuses at all. No. It's like... Oh, I believe his introduction is he tackles her out of the way right before the foe blows yeah, her up. Yeah, the phobe is chasing her for some reason, which might have something to do with that weird rock. And so they um, escape from the phobe and decide, hey, let's just walk casually down the street. And you get the big um, camera move in this film. This is the money mm-hmm. Where it goes really high up. They, they got a crane. They rented a crane. Yeah. Supposedly they just got like a cherry picker yeah. from like a construction company. And they the guy just dropped it off and he's like, here's how you do it. All right. See you later. Yeah, that, it, this is like, it came out of nowhere. I'm like, how the hell did yeah. they get a crane? And then I think I actually <laughs> a said. giant crane too. Yeah. They used it a couple of times, but it's it was so out of nowhere. And mm-hmm. I was actually shocked and impressed. I'm like, holy shit. It got a huge credit at the end. Yeah. So, so I guess Dap is like just really friendly and he doesn't really care about his job mm-hmm. because he lets her wander into the woods and find a dead body. Which you don't even see. You, you don't even see it. No, we you don't. We were confused the first time we saw this. Yeah, she, what screams, did she, she but, screams at something off screen yeah. and then he runs up with his gun. And then with his duct uh, Dap gun. and Jessica go to Jessica's house <laughs> where Dap is just like, I don't know, lazing around with Jessica's mom. It's clearly <laughs> like an older person's house. Well, okay. So like Jessica's mom, I listened to the dialogue. She says a couple of times. Yeah. It sounds computer generated. <laughs> <laughs> she only has a couple lines, but yeah, yeah maybe. She's like, hello, would you like some tea? <laughs> yeah, it's bad. She's not an actor. Um, no, no, But then no. a cop comes I to mean, the door, yeah, and she says something. It's, again, it's like the hoser accents are so funny. My daughter is in her room. I mean, Jessica's room is horrifying looking. This is like a horror film. This is like yeah. a toy collector. Yes. Or it's like a 95-year-old toy collector. Yeah, this is just Muppet babies and like porcelain dolls. The as California far as I can raisins. See. Yeah, she goes to her, her window and on the window ledge is like a collection of California raisins and some dolls. Plastic, plastic Simpsons dolls. I yeah. think I saw Garfield and Odie in there. Ugh. Oh man. Stuffed just animals. everything in the 90s. Everything is just doilies and creepy dolls. Yeah, just to all the point where we were like, this is not this woman's real room. Yeah. This is like a collection collection of dolls yeah either oh it's somebody's real she has like a, <laughs> it's not a collection of dolls either that or she has like you know a seven-year-old sister or something like that yeah. or just a crazy old grandma and we almost skipped one of the, like the great moments you get in these regional movies where uh they're just wandering down the road and jessica goes uh it's getting kind of hot i guess i'll put a um sweater getting kind of cold yeah <laughs> yeah getting kind of cold she puts her so, giant like the movie just on. stops for like 15 seconds to see this happen yeah and then she like drops her bag it's very um cinema very tense. yeah it's all real time no <laughs> yeah, in the moment so uh, I forget what happens here. She meet up with Dap and they just go on the run for the rest of the no, movie. He, he shows, shows up, up at her bedroom um, because I think the phobe is coming together. Yeah, because right? we, we show the creepy dolls. We show her sleeping and then she hears a noise and then wakes up and says something like, oh, my gosh, I wonder what that was. <laughs> and then yeah. it tur- he just shows up in her room for no reason. Yeah. I don't know how he got there. And then he says, like, he, uh, come on, we got to get out sleep. of here. The phobe is, is coming after us. So they just go on the run. Oh, yeah. And it is a 
tourist view of St. Catherine. Oh my yeah. god. It's a very extended sequence. They go to a parking garage. They go Oh yeah, they uh, jump off and the, the, the roof blows yeah. off. Let's not. Let's this is on. the scene that is full of um the explosions, the little mini practical explosions, mm-hmm. and right. some uh, CGI ones too. We also haven't mentioned before <laughs> the phobe vision, which is oh, very, yeah. very prevalent in this movie. Yeah, which is a hundred percent a video toaster on an Amiga. Mm-hmm. They have like the fake in. like um, titles that say like Target acquired. Or yeah, whatever. it looks like Terminator yeah. Vision or something. But for some reason, it looks like the cameraman, whoever's filming this stuff, is just holding the camera down by his waist, so everything is very it's low. It's because they're on a. Uh, wheelchair which is why it looks like the phobe is like three feet tall when it goes to phobe like is his camera or does he see through his chest i I mean maybe or his stomach yeah when he goes up to doors it's like uh that's such a good idea so you don't get the like walking you know Mm -hmm. i I guess so yeah uh, uh, motion Uh. so there's this big long chase sequence which leads to my favorite scene when jessica (laughs) and dab just like walk by a bar and i guess they're like oh it's cheap drink wednesday or whatever let's go i know this place you don't think a phobe would come in to this crowded room right (laughs) yeah i don't know he's got a sweet band playing yeah they go and sit sit down and the band are wearing insane wigs yeah and it's because it's the hosers that got killed in the opening scene i was gonna ask you did they say in the commentary why they're wearing these huge wigs um i guess that makes sense and so they sit down, they chit chat a little bit, and then Jessica's like, "Want to dance?" Or wait, does Dab say let's? It was no, she, she says, "Yeah." And then like the theme is like the same one played over and over it's again. It's a very kind of slower song. Yeah, it's kind of like the it's slow. It's like the funk. love theme from uh, from Faux. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they also they enter like a room um, that just has black curtains on the outside. Um, oh, that's because it's the TV studio. <laughs> yeah, again. exactly. Hey. There's a lot of that in this movie where uh, I think like earlier on in the movie in on the other planet where they go into the, mm-hmm. the sort of lead boss's office, mm-hmm. a lot of black voids, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. where it's like, we don't have a set, so let's just shoot it in a black empty room. It's a So I love secret. that like the movie just stops yeah. so like the characters can dance in the middle of a chase. Like a slow dance. But I too. also love that the foe just kind of like saunters outside and walks by the window and is like, mm-hmm. he's watching <laughs> and like looks inside. <laughs> It was probably like half price wings or something. Yeah, he's like, what's going on? And then he just casually comes in. Yeah, and then they have to, oh, we got to get out of here. Whoa, whoa, here we go again. Yeah, and then they're running and then there's another scene. And then do they run to the steel mill? No, they run to their friend oh, right. uh, Rob's house. We gotta we have gotta another talk- scene at the the TV studio. No, we got to talk about the parking garage. I, I we already did briefly. No, but, uh, this is one of the best parts. Oh yeah, where they um they get caught on the edge during the chase of a parking garage. They go right up to the roof. We- Yes, which was supposedly when they're on the edge, it's only actually five feet off the ground. Okay, I can tell, but you know, great production value nonetheless. There you go. And then uh, yeah, so uh, Dap looks down, and it's like I don't know maybe a 60 foot drop or something. He sees a pickup and he's like, come on, trust me. And he puts like an explosive, like a sticky explosive. <laughs> Do you trust me? Classic Aladdin. Yeah. <laughs> I would love if they just, and then, he, then they jump off and then you just sort of cut and then it, you just see them land very gently <laughs> yeah, into like, the back of a pickup yeah. truck. I would love for them just to hit the ground like and, and be <laughs> <Die>. dead. <laughs> Do you trust me? Yes. Yeah, well, I'm an alien. I don't know how Earth's gravity works. <laughs> oh. I should have thought this better. Uh, and then they lose the phobe, and the, the phobe gets, I guess, caught in the explosion. Huge explosion. Um, which is the one that they explosion. comped in, right? Yeah, it's just like a freeze frame. It's a freeze of the frame. Garage. Oh, it's so good. And again, it's like kind of like an action pack explosion that yeah. you can get. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, in the original version, it's like, it looks like the whole building explodes. <laughs> Which I guess they changed because uh, wouldn't the city kind of wake up to that yeah. if there was a giant explosion? Well, there's only like six people in St. Catharines. This one's <laughs> yeah, that's right. And they're all partying down a half-price wind night. <laughs> For the band. Yeah, we're rocking out with a love theme from Foe. Yeah. And then they even, so, yeah, so they even stop off at one point after that. Uh, they break into the uh, army surplus store. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, she says, I can't get the door open. He goes, no worries. I got a laser lock pick. And he just shoots it at the door, and then they kind of hide out in there for a bit. And I said, this is 100% where they got, like, the costumes for the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
very obvious. And so they go to Rob. Why do they need his help? Oh, they need like a ham radio or something. Yeah, like they've got a. I guess he has to like uh, Dap has to like call home or something. <laughs> yeah, superiors. Yeah, and let them know that he hasn't caught the phobe yet. Like he's bad, very bad at his job. Yeah, he he's also like the most nonchalant. He's like he's oh, like yeah. space cop and space cop. Like, Pretty he much. doesn't really so, care like, about anything. So what I didn't realize it takes it takes until they're trying to contact his superiors for Jessica to be like, wait a minute, you're an alien. Yeah, <laughs> she realizes you're not human, are you? Um, and then uh, what's amazing is after this big reveal, I think Rob is like, hey, I'm hungry. You guys hungry? And they're like, oh, yeah, I could eat. And they just wander off to a cafeteria. <laughs> yeah, that's so that's weird. The, 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 the station's <laughs> kitchen. Yeah. Well, they show up at this guy's house and they said, can we use your dad's radio? And they make it mm-hmm. sound like the radio is in the house or going to be in the backyard. And I thought they or were going like the shed. Yeah, I thought they were going to his back work shed or something like that. But then I'm like, this is a pretty big work shed. Then and they're just in the TV studio. So they're in, 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 the the yeah, they're in the TV studio. They're in the TV studio. And if you look behind them, the first time we watched this, we didn't know what the hell was happening. We're like, what is that throne? There's like a big throne behind them, <laughs> like a prop. And then if you look uh, again, there's wrapped Christmas presents. So like, oh God, this is the TV station and they're about to either have their Christmas. No, that's just a storage room. Oh, okay. That's okay. where they kept Santa's throne. So it's Santa's chair and they have a big pile of presents behind it that they just whip out every year. Uh, oh yeah, those... Uh, deceitful empty presents yeah. that are just oh, used as a centerpiece yeah. that, that gave me a big laugh that was so funny um, but yeah and also in the back are just Sony tape stock boxes which right. I know very well having to have, deal with tapes in my life uh, and he rejiggers up the radio and he's like I'm just gonna do this to do that and amplify the signal and there's all this like tech babble mm-hmm. and then he's like oh wow you're an alien and he's like yeah let's get something to eat and then they're just <laughs> all sitting down at like a cafeteria table and with some of the funniest exposition in cinema History. Yeah, it's so amazing. Oh uh, yeah, the phobe is something that we created <laughs> and for war. And then after the war ended, we were the xenophobe. But it's uh the delivery is so amazing and it's like it's he just clearly awkward. can't his eyes are going all over the place. And all the lines sort of remember. end in a question. Uh yeah. so we're a, um, a soldier from uh, another pl- a planet with the phobe. Yeah. Okay, we got it. Good take. On the wall of the cafeteria behind them, it's like this wallpaper that is like forest. It's like a big photograph of like a forest or a garden <laughs> or something. That was all the rage at one point. It reminds me of like a Scarface. They're in an office at some point in Scarface <laughs> and there's like palm trees and stuff on the I wall. I could be wrong, but I think that there's a wall like that in Manhunter too. Yeah, there might Does be, Does anyone yeah. remember that? They need to bring that back. Mm. And this is when we get the big reveal of why uh, Sergeant Dapp wears glasses. It's He's like, oh, yeah, my eyes, they turn yellow in your Earth's UV sun. Rays. And then he takes his glasses off. And it looks like he's like squinting into a light to reveal his yellow eyes. Yeah, it's so... It, we weren't sure. The first time I saw this, I thought it was a video effect. Yeah. And then we thought it was eye drops. And then in the credits, it says contact lenses. So but, it's contact So lenses. the version that you watched, it has been augmented with CGI. Ah. In the original version, he wore very painful contact lenses with color drops in them. But it looks like it looks like he's taken a highlighter pen and emptied <laughs> it into his eyeball. <laughs> yes. Because yeah. there are kind of wet drops around his eyes. And then I kind mm-hmm. of looked it up online after the fact. I'm like, my friend uh, went to an eye doctor once and got these fluorescent drops that looked exactly like that. It made her look like the Incredible yeah. Hulk. And it <laughs> looks like these sort of special eye drops that like mm-hmm. optometrists mm-hmm. use. And it, I don't know. But it looked like it was dripping down his eyes. But yeah, in so the credits, was, I'm sure it was. was. But glasses. it was probably the original stuff. In this new version, they like augmented it with CGI. Oh, okay. So he probably had yellow drops in it, and they just made it look like. Oh yeah, he had he had like um, glass contacts in, Oof. which is probably why he's squinting because oh, he's like because ah! <laughs> it hurts so much. And then you get the most casual reveal of a lightsaber ever. Yeah, and it's like, where did this come from? <laughs> yeah. Where he's like, oh, wait, the phobe. And then he just like, just, you know, stands up real slow and pulls out the lightsaber and just zzz, comes out. Yeah, he kind of like scopes out the hallways. And you're like, wait yeah. a minute, he's got a purple lightsaber. Never been revealed. <laughs> and then he just puts it back in, just turns it off. Yep, no problem. It's a very, very common um, lightsaber effect that you could get in like Premiere, After yeah. Effects. Yeah, it's like um, the first tutorial that anybody does when they learn After Effects, I think is the lightsaber effect. 
Mm-hmm. And I think they just get chased by the phobe after this, yeah. right? Until they get to the big warehouse. Well, I think the girl is kidnapped, and then... Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. And Rob is like, ah, my leg! <laughs> and it's, like, horribly broken. That's right. Yeah, they, they did a, a little bloody wound there. Um, mm-hmm. Not bad. And... Uh, yeah, so he gets a little beaten up, and then we get to the steel mill. I think he's going to help him, and he says, no, you have to help Jessica. And so, yeah, they. Uh, he, this is another really long scene where he's walking down trying to find this this phobe. Yeah, uh, and he's just walking around the steel mill, and again, the music is, like, super high. Super exciting. Yeah. You think there was a oh, car chase. a giant steel mill. I was so jealous. I was like, I wish I had a big steel mill like this to film. There's even sparks flying no, at yeah, one Yeah, they point. had, like, a, what, some, what, what does create, what it creates looks, sparks? It looks like they saw. had a welding torch. They did, and they probably got, on they got permission to, to, to have it be on. It just looked like somebody had set it up, walked out of frame, yes. and it was burning through steel, and it was yeah. sparks flying everywhere. So, when I shot Teddy <laughs> bomb in a very uh, smaller uh, warehouse like this mm-hmm. the guy actually said I can make sparks for you if you yes. want I could just do it so that may be something that they just do all the Wait, time so did you was that were more sparks in Teddy bomb no, there's no sparks. You in said Teddy no bomb. because a uh, little tip: that climax of Teddy Bomb for the first half, everybody was working around oh. us, even though they weren't supposed oh, to. Really? So. I was actually thinking of Teddy Bomb when I saw this. I was like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, the, the third act factory scene. <laughs> oh yeah, but there's this giant, and also there's like. I don't know what it would have been used. There's like a crane mm-hmm. that goes up and down that yeah. uh, Dap jumps on at one point. But they also put a cameraman yeah. on it to get like long traveling I'm shots I'm guessing in the it air. was just for moving materials or stuff. But they obviously had somebody. Well, remember you, Jessica like gets in the supposed like um, yeah. thing to control it. And she's not mm-hmm. really controlling it, obviously. She probably was. But, well, <laughs> it, I mean, but yeah, and it's just moving slowly. But like Dap like swings on it and makes it look cool. And then like the phobe get. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. He makes it look cool. Wait. He looks terrified <laughs> yeah. on that thing. The gets At one his point, head it slowly it. lowers to the yeah, ground. Yeah, it's moving like and uh, he actually signals them to be like, "I'm off." Yeah, yeah. it's like a quarter of a foot an hour. This thing is moving. <laughs> yeah. Also, in this, um, in the inside part, there's like giant like pieces of like cut steel in like cool shapes and stuff. Yeah, huge cylinders and like round, and discs. yeah, shapes. Which again. Good production value that they just had that. Obviously, they shot in the middle of the night or something, the early morning. For sure, um, yeah. But there's one point, and then he kind of finds her in a back room, uh, hiding behind, which is like, obviously uh, in the uh, TV back station. room TV studio, <laughs> back room yeah. t- TV studio, uh, behind a pile of empty cardboard boxes. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I hope I don't get knocked into them. <laughs> and then there is a lightsaber fight. The phobe also has a lightsaber. Oh. So good. But this thing lasts for like the phone get a it lasts for ten seconds, and then uh, <laughs> Dap gets pushed through this pile of empty boxes. No. Whoa! It reminds me of Future War. Yes. Oh so it's yeah. Like, ah, let's just fill up this room with something. Um, okay, so the climax of the movie is they go outside, and um, <laughs> Dap is about to have his showdown, his final showdown with the phobe. And the foe <laughs> during this whole movie has been wearing a big um, visor mm-hmm. mask. Um, and he takes, he goes, the phobe goes to take off his mask. And we were like, it's going to be Dap underneath there. Yeah. No, it's just a bad Halloween mask. Yeah, I thought it yeah, was. Yeah, just a Don Dolor style mask. I, it looked like a homemade version of like Frank Langella's Skeletor mask from Master <laughs> City. Exactly it did look like, like that. And it's great because you can see the guy's like eyes blinking yes. underneath, like the eye sockets. <laughs> it's like pure white. It's kind of melty looking. Yeah, it looks really bad. But for sure, like leading up to that, I'm like, it's going to be some big reveal. You know, it's going to be that, a human. Well, I also thought that maybe like um, Phobes used to be like the soldiers that Dap were and yeah. that they were medically enhanced. For sure. Um, which was maybe hinted at. I, I, oh, I could, how good would it have been if Dap was like, brother, yeah. this has gone far Oh enough. my God, that would have been so cool. <laughs> so but, then, yeah. I mean, this ending is still pretty yeah, awesome kind of, though because right as the phone fo- oh, go ahead Colin. sorry he like throws down it's like foreshadowed he kind of tosses this like a uh, box on the ground before the phobe comes oh, out and i'm like oh it's gonna be another explosion nope nope it's uh it's like a ghostbusters trap <laughs> yeah. yeah and the phobe just gets sucked into it and i was like wait i haven't seen anything like this in this movie before no like why wouldn't yeah. you use that it's alien technology who cares uh. Yeah, why wouldn't he use that before? I don't know. (laughs) 
and then you think the movie's over, oh, no. but it ain't because um, Dap superiors show up in a space in a beautiful forced uh, perspective shot. Oh, on this yeah. model, it looks like it's made out of like yeah. a, a, I don't know, like a paper. There's tube. a model, and then yeah, if there's a forced perspective, but then they also like comped it into a, a shot when they're walking out. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. obviously. Oh, they didn't comp it in. It's there, and they're just behind it, and they're pretending to get off. Yeah, they really? see it sort of landing on the ground, yeah. and as soon as it touches the ground, it just it goes a to a freeze I frame. It was a comp. <laughs> no, yeah, it's not a comp when they walk Man, out. These, it's actually a forced perspective these shot. These VFX are so good, they're fooling me. <laughs> a professional. Yeah, and you work in post-production. Fool me, Jerry. Um, okay, so then, uh, yeah, so the guys from the beginning show up, and it turns out that they have nefarious reasons yeah. for... Oh, so it's yeah, like classic aliens. It's Dap's yeah. boss and then his boss, which I guess might we have didn't been... didn't meet before, I don't think. The guy yeah. who can't stop smiling. Uh, th- yeah, he looks like Agent Smith from The <laughs> Matrix, and a he's clearly one of those actors that is doing this as a favor, and he cannot stop smiling through his entire delivery. Yeah. He's like, Mr. Dap. <laughs> you know, I wanted I wanted the phobe for myself. <laughs> <laughs> those are the best when they they're just corpsing the entire oh, time oh yeah but it's and i think like yeah dap is about to be killed and then jessica's like there's only one way out of this phobe don't fail me now yeah and she releases the phobe <laughs> she releases the phobe which is choking the which guy is, and he's still smiling as he's being choked <laughs> which is very confusing because the phobe's like ah we're good now i'm a good guy i've always been a good guy yeah that's the thing it's like are we, are, Let's sympathize with Starship these... Troopers and like Dap was the villain all along. Yeah, or something. But uh, no, so uh, uh, Phobe kills the evil um, boss and then um, uh, Dap is like, Phobe, go, be with your people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Live free. <laughs> if you love it, let it go. Yeah, he just gives it the ship. He says, the ship, it's yours. And then it's like... And then Jessica's like, but how are you going <laughs> to yeah. get home? And he's like, you know what? I don't mind this planet. I think I might, think yeah. I might stay a while. I am home. And he like takes the glasses off. He's like, Damn! And his, eye, his eyes are normal now. His eyes are normal. Signifying that he has adjusted to the Earth's UV He's like, oh rays. shit, I'm going to die yeah, now. He kind of looks around and he says like, oh, I'm getting used to this place where I kind of like it here. It's like he's looking around this horrible, ugly steel mill. Yeah, yeah I kind of like it here. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh, one, two weeks in like St. Catharines, he's going to be wishing he was dead. <laughs> Well, yeah, he's gonna move to Toronto, and he changed his name to Colin Cunningham. <laughs> Compared to like future world, and that's only the beginning of the. That's story. why I wear those gigantic uh, wraparound uh, shades all the time. <laughs> when your eyes turn Constantly. yellow. Anyway, that's the movie, and then there's like a really, really long credit sequence, which are pretty to some funny. Rock and rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> rock and rock, rock and roll. Rock and roll. Yeah. yeah. Rock Respect and roll. Fear of gravity. Yeah. The credits are pretty funny. They're the credits kind of, are uh, cheeky, which is the kind of credits I like. Yeah. They have like mm-hmm. uh, you know lighting guy, whoever was available. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I mean, it's not my favorite credits are Suburban Sasquatch, where the director credits himself like a hundred yeah. times. It's like suit design by, and uh, this doesn't really happen in this movie. Well, it does have like written, directed, story by, screenplay yeah. by, um, uh, and. I like how it starts with a special effects credit because it's like, oh yeah, this was the best part yeah, of the movie. And, they, and like they hold, they go special effects, bye. And there's a big yeah. pause and then mm-hmm. like four names come up. But the first like 15 names in the credits are all like Erica Benedictine. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's like the uh, the next credit is like, oh, look at a change of name. Oh, see, finally. we got another name. Yay, a new name. That's in the credits. Yeah. <laughs> Key funny. grip. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> So uh, this movie, according to the director, it played at their house after it was done. It took a year to make, and that was it. It didn't play in theaters until What the Film Festival 2015. So do we know, um, is that the only time it ever played in a theater? No, it played in St. Catharines in 2016. Oh, okay. Well, that that yeah. seems appropriate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I mean, this is like a uh, this should be a cult classic, and this oh, should be sure. played in theaters everywhere. Um, <laughs> if only it could play on public access multiple times a day for 20 years. Yeah, you know what they should do? Re-release it in theaters now. It's like the perfect time. It could beat like uh, Christopher Nolan's Tenet into the theaters. Oh yeah, it's like number one at the box office. <laughs> that would folks. be so amazing if it's like you know number one at the box office. Christopher Nolan's Tenet, number two, phobe. We could do, we had to create some kind of like pun with like germaphobe because everyone's germaphobes now. It could be like the germaphobe oh, yeah. film fest starring the phobe. Mm. 
And then you can play John Huston's Phobia <laughs> and be, anything that has phobe in the title. Be, it's got to be something else. Arachnophobia. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, arachnophobia. So it's just like also the number 23 because you're terrified of the number 23. Man, that movie stunk. Oh. I've never seen it. <laughs> Coming soon uh, to nothing Rest thing in peace, Joel Schumacher. It does have a, a scene where uh, Jim Carrey uh, p- performs oral sex on a woman, <laughs> which I was like, mm, wow, I wow. didn't know I, oh, I was going to see at that. at Phobe Fest, you also have uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge show up because her name's pretty close to <laughs> yeah, Phobe. Yeah, I, honestly, I see the word Phobe and, it, and my brain goes to the name Phoebe because it's like one letter <laughs> off. <laughs> um, a couple letters off. Maybe. Yeah, you kind of run out of movies. It's like uh, Fast Times and Ridgemont High with Phoebe Cates. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a, it turned into a Phoebe Cates film festival. <laughs> but again, I, I can't believe that this film went undis- undiscovered for so long. Um, and I mean, it's definitely picked up some steam now, obviously, now that it's on DVD and people mm-hmm. are talking about it a little. People are, at least heard about it. Yeah, I got to buy a copy. For um, sure. uh, on the DVD, it also features their first feature film, Back in Black, about a time traveler who goes to medieval times. Oh, my God. That sounds uh, right up my alley. Oh, no, honestly, didn't Martin Lawrence do a film like that. Oh yeah, Black, Black Knight. Knight. I mean, I mean, Connecticut. Uh, uh, what is it? The Connecticut Yankee and King, Yankee, Arthur's, King Court. Arthur's Court would be the original version of that. Right. Then a kid in King Arthur's Court. Right. Which Classic. On also, Disney Angels Black. in the Outfield. <laughs> I always <laughs> get those two confused. <laughs> Doesn't it star the same? Person? I think it does star the same kid who would grow up to be an American Pie. Um, okay. Jason Biggs. Yeah. No, Eugene, Eugene Levy. <laughs> Wasn't <Jason>. the Pie. <laughs> um, so as we mentioned, this film is on DVD. Um, oh yeah. And you should pick it up. But uh, Tubi is a free online streaming service. Um, it does have commercials. This movie had about three or four commercial Something breaks. Something like that. It wasn't But each bad. break is only like 30 seconds. It's yeah. not like, oh, another commercial. Like, it wasn't annoying, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and like, good quality. <laughs> some, some of the movies on Tubi are better quality than others, but this is full frame, right? Uh, what was it? It's four by three. Oh, yeah. It was, was shot on vi- it was shot on video in 95. It's four so. by three? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, here's something... Justin, I have to ask you, because there's a couple of scenes, uh, especially when the two hosers are going around looking for the phobe in the forest at the beginning, yeah. where it goes into slow-mo. But it's I not, was thinking about that, too, while not I was watching it. They don't talk slow-mo. about it, because like videos can shoot slow motion like that. Yeah, so I have a feeling that if that was something that was redone for the 2015... Uh, like probably, they, yeah, because you probably use like a frame blending software on yeah. it. You can get like, they have Twixter and stuff like that and yeah. After Effects where you mm-hmm. can kind of, yeah, because it has like a proper slow-mo, but then some shots are the strobe slow-mo. So yeah, which weird. is what you would have gotten if you had done it like on a video deck in 95. Yeah. So maybe some, some were that and then some were, yeah. hey, let's add slow-mo to this scene. Like um, mm-hmm. It's know, possible, yeah. I did, again... News to me, I didn't know that you could take old footage like this and make it slow mo with technology. Well, yeah, I, it's or, still hard. Like you would have to shoot it at a certain frame rate and have the shutter speed. But I don't know what cameras they use. So. Yeah, I have yeah. no idea. That's another thing I'd be curious about. What cameras was this shot at? Well, she said something in that article cameras. that I read that <clears throat> I guess the the final one was on beta, so it must have been right. beta SP or something. Oh, like so that. man, that camera was probably huge because I used those when I was in college. It was probably a news camera that they yeah. used. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah, it definitely. was. Yeah, um, another. Just another thing about that news station, the the TV station at the beginning, we're at like the the space cops headquarters mm. that is supposed to be like a police station, and there's like posters on the wall for like shows they have. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's movies that were playing yeah. on like whatever like HBO because <laughs> they would have to put them up yeah. every it's, month. It's supposed to be like the police guys, and they're working on Amiga two thousands, and they have yeah, like, the Sony yeah. editing desk. Also, and like they're effects. just wearing a, a motorcycle helmet at yeah, one point. That's supposed to be like a VR uh, a motorcycle helmet with sunglasses yeah it's just so good anyway well this is it was really really fun this is like something it reminds me of a movie that if i was making a movie back in high school with my chums this mm-hmm. would it would look exactly like this yeah it has that kind of um homegrown feel that also it's like love went into it mm-hmm. and uh people cared they're not like you know clowning on it they're not like we're making a bad movie like any of these movies they did the best they could and it just has so much heart and charm to it yeah it's very earnest and it's it's funny and, and yes there we're la- we laugh at the low budgetness of it and like you know the bad line readings the cheesy dialogue but all those things combined together to kind of make like the perfect bad movie yeah it's know? very it's very entertaining definitely yeah and congratulations to everybody who made this movie and i hope people watch this 
I mean, it's still playing on some Niagara TV station. <laughs> some say it's still playing. I, I mean, the director still works at the same TV station. Yeah, that's right. The making of. Yeah, she's like a producer now. That's great. Um, so as we said, you can pick up this movie on DVD from, uh, was it Severin? Yeah, a, Severin. It's Intervision is like a sub-label they own. So okay. That's right. So check it out. And I said Tubi TV is a free app that uh, you can get and uh, you can watch it on there, you know, on your Roku or your Apple TV or mm-hmm. your... Uh, um... <laughs> computer are we like phobe do we have to make a certain running time april is that why we're stretching this out oh we should mention you can get phobe on dvd from severin yeah Severin. and i heard it's on tubi as well it's a free streaming service you can get it on your apple and Uh, your okay so okay i'm wrapping up okay so big announcement next week is the uh bad movie lottery episode um, so if you are no, I'm, whoever I wins I'm looking forward we to it. lose and, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it so whoever uh, next week if you are on our $2 level on the Patreon or above you will be submitted into a draw um, to pick the movie for the next episode and um, try and make it a movie that's uh, under two hours if you no, can no it has to be under two hours and um, I'm going to say it has to be under an hour and 50 minutes because <laughs> yeah. didn't we get one that was like an hour and 58 minutes and April's like well it's under two hours uh, well, just do your best, whoever wins, future winner. Um, so if you want to um, be part of that draw, uh, go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash no such thing as a bad movie, and uh, at least $2 uh, a month. And then if you're on the $5 level a month, you get the bonus episode every two weeks, a little mini episode. And uh, next week, uh, we're talking about um, that Disney movie that everyone is talking about on Disney Plus that just came out last From week. Disney. The Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> the new season of The Mandalorian. Um, Artemis Fowl. Ugh. Ugh. Loved it. Mm. No, we didn't. <laughs> um, and if you want to... Man, we haven't been angry doing an episode as much as we were doing Artemis Fowl in a long time. Oh, yeah, so it bad. was definitely an angry episode. <laughs> God. Uh, so if you want to also um, tweet at tweet at us, follow us on Twitter uh, at no such thing pod, uh, email us uh, no such thing is a bad movie at gmail.com. And I'm on Twitter uh, at April at Mansky. You can follow me on Twitter at Declue J D E C L O U X letter J on Letterbox at Justin Declue, same last name uh, spelling, or listen to me every week on the Important Cinema Club podcast or the Bay Street Video podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter, Sergeant Zima, S G T Z I M A, and I think the same on Letterboxd. Yeah, mm-hmm. getting into Letterbox. Check out my Artemis Fowl review on Letterbox. <laughs> oh, mine is great. I wrote a very long. long I like review. I like re- I like leaving uh, one sentence reviews. Yeah. That's my favorite. My uh, Colin is like the Pauline Kale of Letterbox. Just wordy, <laughs> lengthy reviews filled with insight. Mine was Artemis Fowl. More like Artemis shit. Oh god. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Maybe workshop that one. What? Yeah, I no, mean, I was it. right there. But yeah. I see what you did, Colin. Uh, well, that's it for this week. Uh, thanks for dropping by. Try and stay safe. Try and wear a mask if you can uh, when when you're going out. Uh, and keep watching movies. I'm April Mansky. I'm Justin the Clue, and I'm Colin Cunningham. And just a reminder: uh, Phobe is now available on DVD. That's right. <laughs> Intervision put it out. And there's no such thing as a bad movie. I was trying to keep work watching sh- movie guys. I was trying to workshop a new outro. Keep watching the sky. <laughs> I'll think of something. Good stuff. Good stuff.